and it will come to us from the first letter of Paul written to the church in a city called Corinth. I will read from the second chapter, the first five verses, and I'll read the Amplified Translation. When you have found it, lift your source of, of the gospel in the air, whether it's electronic, cell phone, tablet, hardback, softback, lift it in the air and say, Lord, this is your word. Help us to hide it in our heart that we might not sin against you. Let it be a lamp to our feet and a light unto our pathway. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, Amplified Translation, and it reads this way. And when I came to you, brothers and sisters, proclaiming to you the testimony of God concerning salvation through Christ, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, no lofty words of eloquence or of philosophy as a Greek orator might do. For I made the decision to know nothing, that is, to forego philosophical and theological discussions regarding inconsequential things and opinions while among you, except Jesus Christ and him crucified. It's Communion Sunday, right? And the meaning of his redemptive substitutionary death and his resurrection. Verse 3. I came to you in a state of weakness and fear and great trembling. And my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom using clever rhetoric, but they were delivered in demonstration of the Holy Spirit operating through me and of his power Stirring the minds of the listeners and persuading them, verse 5, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom and rhetoric of men, but on the power of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Blessed be the name of God. Spirit, come, have your way in this place. Say what you want to see. Show us what you want us to see. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. Now, God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Open closed ears. Soften hardened hearts. Make closed minds receptive to what you would have to say to your people in this place today. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Look at somebody and say, the power of his word. power of his word. I have found in life that you will find there are a lot of inconsistencies. People are inconsistent. The global markets are inconsistent. You've lived in Virginia for any amount of time, you will know that the weather is inconsistent. 
even across politics, politics are inconsistent. With that, laws and governing policies can be inconsistent. This is true because these are things that are affected by so many factors. They can be affected by how people feel. These are things that can be affected by what time of year it is. These are things that can be affected by the amount of money that needs to go around or the amount of money that needs to be cut off. These are things that are dependent upon whether or not you need a favor from somebody or they need one from you. All of these things are affected by external opponents and thus are not very consistent. And because of this, one can never truly know how a person or a thing will react or respond in any given situation. <clears throat> the truth of the matter is this. I may be fine today, but unwell tomorrow. I may be in a great mood this morning and in a terrible mood this afternoon. We may be friends right now and enemies down the road. All because these are things that can be affected by external components that, if I'm not careful, can run my whole life. This is why it's important for us to listen to Paul when, in Philippians chapter 2, he tells us, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He was humble enough to know that God has no equal, including himself. He was wise enough to know that he was a servant just as we all are. He was spiritual enough to know that his life was to be one of absolute obedience to our Father in heaven so that we could reach our place of destiny. But all of this was because Jesus himself had a relationship with God the Father that inspired him to live a life that would be exemplary of one who was a servant of the Most High God. Let me ask this question. If you say you serve God, what does your life exemplify? In doing this, in having this kind of relationship with God, we can truly see that there is none like him. Vashon Mitchell put it this way, I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. He said, I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody greater. Marvin Sapp put it this way, there is none like you. He was a, it was a personal song. He said, no one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search for all eternity and find there is none like you. Paul told us in the book of Acts in the 10th chapter and in the book of Romans uh, chapter 2 that God is not a respecter of person. He shows no partiality towards anyone. In Hebrews chapter 13, it lets us know that Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is a reflection of God the Father who changes not. In fact, all throughout the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, we see that the only truly consistent thing is that God himself never changes. That was a good place to praise it right there. It, it is because of this truth that we can lean and depend on the power of his word. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 declares to us that uh, the word of God is quick 
Uh, it's, it's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. That means it pierces not just going in but coming out. The word of God is something that when it comes upon you and it enters into you, it's not coming to harm you as one might think of a cut, but it's coming, watch this, to trim some things away. It's coming to, uh, to, uh, uh, to, 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 to do what uh, Mr. Miyagi did in Karate Kid with the bonsai trees. We got to do some clipping and trimming around here. So watch this because if I don't trim and cut back on this thing, it's not going to grow up and do what I need it to do. It's going to be like the fig tree that we talked about. It's not going to produce in due season what I need for it to produce. So every once in a while when you get inside this book and I'm telling you not what I heard but what I know you'll come across a scripture every now and then that'll make you question your life that'll make you question some decisions that you've made that'll make you truly wonder what kind of relationship you have with God and here that's not a bad thing because that's what the word is supposed to do the word is supposed to help me look in the mirror see what I've got right also see what I've got wrong that's why most people don't like reading the Bible Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Second Timothy chapter three lets us know about this word. This because I told you there's power in the word, this word, this written word. He says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And that's how you have to deal with people that talk about the many different translations. That's how you deal with people that talk about, well, a man wrote this story and a man wrote this. You are absolutely right. But watch this. It's the same type of man wrote the science book you claim. The same type of man is the one that told you that the earth was round and not flat. I know y'all want to believe all the pictures y'all see, and, you know. And, and, and here's another question. What difference does it make what shape the earth is? Whole other conversation. Won't get into that right now. We'll talk about that in Bible study. Praise the Lord. But what we've got to learn is that if God has said it, that settles it. All scripture, Timothy, uh, Timothy is receiving this word from Paul. It's given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. All of that scripture right there tells you that the word of God is good when it's time to get your life together. Proverbs chapter 4 tells us that his word is life to those that find it and health to all of their flesh. This, this word that he's given us is not one that should put us in fear or scare us or cause us to, skin, to sin, but it is one that should cause us to live a life that is so pleasing unto God that when this, in, that when this corruptible body falls away and dies and is placed six feet under the crust of the earth, when we get on the other side and put on the incorruptible will hear well done. And all of this is saying that the power of God's word is found to be consistent. The truth of the matter is that in all of history you will not find the word of God changing. In fact, he tells us and he warns us really not to bother with this word that he's given us. He says don't take nothing from it. Don't into it and if you do what you have done is you have tried to make yourself me and I'll all the way back to the Old Testament where I told you I'll have no other God before me yourself included 
The word of God doesn't change. In fact, all of his promises are yea and amen. If he said it, that settles it. I can lean on it. I can depend on it and rest that know that it'll never change. And if you don't believe that this is true, watch this. The rainbow, hallelujah, is a sign that his word never changes. Y'all know what the rainbow is. Science would tell you that it's the light shining through the water molecules in the air, and that's what it is. But it's given to us as a reminder that he promised never to flood the earth with water again. He promised to redeem all mankind, so he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross and be resurrected with all power in his hand. He promised that he would never leave us nor forsake us, but that he would be with us to the end of the world. He promised to supply all of our need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He promised that if we bring all the tithe into the storehouse, there would be meat. That means there would be provision in the house. He promised that if I give, it will be given right back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He promised that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart the Lord Jesus, that after he died, God raised him from the dead, that I will be saved. And I, if I know anything to be true in this life, it's this. There's power in his word. It's power power and power in his word is power in his word his word is what has kept us all throughout eternity when i say us i'm talking about y'all colored folks it's black history month so let's spend some time talking about it he has kept us even from our high places in africa we were taken off of our thrones and we had our land taken away and we had our land uh, uh, brutalized and destroyed by colonizers coming in. And, and, and that tells you just how valuable you are, black man. It tells you just how powerful and how, uh, how, uh, how necessary you are, black woman, because if there was nothing important about you, they would not have spent so much time trying to tear you down and keep you from being built back up. Don't tell me about how bad things are in Africa tell me about how you have gone over there and you have mined all these minerals and, and how you've dug up the earth and, and left it desolate because there's something valuable in what God gave to us that they chose to come and take it from us now help somebody on this morning listen here little black boy and little black girl there is power in who you are and you ought to be proud to say that I am a strong black man I am a strong black woman I am a strong black boy I'm a strong black girl and I was beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of the God creation power in his word is power in his word why because his word his word his word his word declares that by Jesus I'm healed. That's why when I'm sick, I don't worry about the sickness. I don't worry about the headache. I don't worry about the back pain or the knee pain. Watch this. I don't worry about the cancer diagnosis. Y'all won't say amen. I won't worry about how big the tumor is getting. I don't worry about how blurry my eyes are getting because by his stripes, I am healed. Not I will be healed. Not I was healed, but I 
healed right now. That's the power of his word. And what happens when we get sick is we like to talk about the sickness. But we ought to spend a whole lot more time talking about the healer. Because if I spend too much time talking about the sickness, it's the sickness that I'll stay in. But I got to look at my sickness and tell my sickness that there is a healer. That when I call on his name, no matter how bad I feel, no matter how many times I got to go back and forth to the doctor, no matter how much medication I'm on, there's a God called Jehovah Rapha who is able to heal my body. And by my faith, not only will he heal my body, but he'll make me whole. Can I tell you what his word said? His word declares that it is faith that makes me whole. His word declares that the just live by faith. His word declares blessed are the makers for they shall be called the sons of God. His word declares blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. His word declares that I can do all, all things through Christ. His word declares that if I say to the mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and believe in my heart I shall have what I say every once in a while. You've got to look at whatever it is you're going through and see be thou removed. Come on somebody. Every once in a while you've got to look at the storm in your life and say be thou removed. Every once in a while while you're going through the valley of the shadow of death you've got to look at your valley situation and simply say be thou removed. And once you learn how to tell that thing to get on out of your way and have enough faith in your heart that God will bring you out of whatever it is you're in whether it's sickness whether it's loneliness whether it's depression whether it's sadness whether it's sorrow because the cat died whether your bills ain't, are unable to get paid whether your money is funny and your change is strange whatever it is that you're going through you gotta learn how to look at that thing and say watch this be now that's what his word says. That's what his word says. His word says, his word also declares that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so what that tells us is that we've got to be careful what we say because watch this. If I'm made in God's image and I'm made in God's likeness and I came a living being through Adam after God breathed his own breath into the man's nostrils and into his lungs. Watch this. That means that it is because of him that I live, move, and have my being. Now, Here's what you got to understand about the power of the tongue. The power of the tongue is you are reflective of your God. You are reflective of your God. He's the creator. You are the creation. And that's why you have to be careful what you say. And if you don't believe me, go on back there to Genesis with me. Because everything that God spoke from his mouth came to pass. He said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be trees. And I said, there were trees and grass. And he said, let the beast uh, move on the earth. And the beast began to move on the earth. He said, let there be fowl and birds in the air. And the birds began to fly. Y'all won't say amen. He said, let me separate the land from the water. And he separated the land from the water. And what he's telling us is there's so much power in your tongue that if you were made in my image and made in my likeness, if you say it just like I said it, it will come to pass. Now, here's why I got to help you. You got to stop saying the negative things. Ah, ah, ah. You got to stop saying the bad things. It's, it's one thing to recognize that everything isn't right right now, but it's a whole other thing to decree and declare what you want it to be.
even though you can't see what you want it to be. I've got to learn how to look at my situation and I can say to myself that my money is a little funny right now, but I declare out of my mouth that he shall supply all my needs. I can look at the doctor's report and say I'm not in a good place right now, but I can remember that he's Jehovah Rapha and if I just touch the hem of his garment, my life will be made whole. I can look at my situation right now and I can say, watch this, that I'm lost only and I'm all by myself but I can declare from my mouth that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother I can look at where I am right now and see the storm raging all around me but I can declare from my mouth peace your mouth your mouth your mouth your mouth look at somebody and say there's power in his word there's power in his word there's power in his word power in his word not only does his word declare that power is in uh, the, uh, the life and power life and death and power of the tongue but his word declares watch this is my shepherd I, I uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 the Lord is my shepherd. His word declares that he is my shepherd, and here's the thing about it. He is my shepherd whether I want him to be or not. Y'all won't say nothing. He is my shepherd whether I follow him or not. The, re the, 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 the responsibility is not on him as the shepherd. The responsibility is on me as the sheep because he said in his word that a stranger, uh, no, that, that those who follow me know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. Let me ask you this morning, who are you? following I don't know who y'all are following but the Lord is my shepherd and here's the best part about it the because the Lord is my shepherd I shall not I may not have everything that I want because 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 look at this look at it y'all just missed it he said I shall not want my wants have to line up with my needs so that I don't get this when I don't have the car I want, I can thank him for the car I've got. When I'm not living in the house I want to be in, I can thank him for the house I'm in right now. When I'm not making the salary I want to make right now, I can thank him for what I've got because it is in this that he's trying to make my, he wants me to prove myself worthy over what he's already placed in my hands. And when I have done that, now he can trust me with more. Now he can trust me with greater. Now he can trust me at the next level. But if you ain't learned to serve him, there's no reason for him to give you a place of leadership. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want his power, his word. He, his word declares trust in the Lord with your whole heart and lean not unto your own understanding. His word declares that the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord declares whom shall I fear? The word declares that the Lord is the strength of my life and whom shall I be afraid? The Lord, the word declares that if I lift up my eyes unto the hills, I will be able to find where my help comes from. The word declares that his word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against him. Look at somebody and say there's power in his word. His word declares that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the, of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord and on it he will meditate day and night. His word declares I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. His word declares O Lord my God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. 
earth. His word declares that I will make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. His word also declares, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. The Lord of the Lord declares that all I've got to do is lean and depend on Jesus. Even when all other folks are inconsistent around me, I've got the consistency of his word. And when you tell me a lie, I've got the consistency of his word. When you say one thing today and something completely different when I turn my back, I've still got the consistency of his word. When it's 50 degrees today and 25 degrees tonight, I've got the consistency of his word. And I've got to learn about how to depend and lean on the power of his Word. It's in his word that there's life. It's in his word that there's deliverance. It's in his word that there's salvation. It's in his word that there's healing. It's in his word where I can find rest. It's in his word that I can find a, 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 a way out of no way. It's in his word where I can find bread when I'm hungry. It's in his word where I can find water when I'm thirsty. It's in his word when you ain't got nothing good to say. I can open up that book and find where it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And he didn't send his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I'm so glad for the power of his word, because if God says it, that settles it. That's the end of it. The contract is stamped. The contract is notarized. It doesn't change. It's not going to be rearranged, but I'm glad that I've got the power and the consistency of God's word. That's, that's important. That's important. That's important because if you realize, if you realize that God doesn't lie, it's not a man that he should lie. It's not the son of man that he should repent. When you, when you really grab hold of that revelation, when you really grab hold of that revelation, You'll find, watch this, watch this, watch this, that the promise he made to you 30 years ago that you still haven't seen come to pass yet. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Come here, Abraham. You've been waiting a little while. Come here, Isaac. Rebecca been barren for a little while, but hold on. Come here, Israel. It's only been 41 generations. But in 42, hey, glory. That type of high, yeah. The promise that I made to you. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Day one. Hold on. Day two came. Hold on. Day three came. See, 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 see. It looked like God wasn't going to do it. Oh, but he's a promise keeper. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to learn how to see him as God. And far too often we like to look at him like he's our brother, our sister. 
we think that because he doesn't do it in our time. You, y'all got to know, he, he don't operate in time. But if God told me something, watch this. Stand up, lift your hands right now. Come quickly, come quickly. Some of y'all knees was locked up. Y'all couldn't get up too fast. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Healing cometh unto you now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Watch this. Oh, thank you. I just changed up. I feel a thin man anointing coming on somebody. That God is about to put oil on your joints. If you receive it, say yes, Lord. See, y'all think I'm playing. I ain't playing. I feel a I feel a ten man anointing coming on somebody right now, in the name of Jesus, that He's about to put oil on your joints. Your knees will begin to bend like they're supposed to. Come on, somebody, your ankles will begin to work like they're supposed to work. Ah, oh, yeah, somebody's about to receive that thing today, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I'm, I'm, I feel crazy today. I feel a, I feel a scarecrow anointing coming on some of y'all. God is about to change some of y'all's minds. Y'all won't say amen. Hallelujah. 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 I feel a cowardly lion anointing coming. Some of y'all, your hearts are about to be changed. Jesus. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Play something soft for me as I feel a, I feel a shifting happening here. Jesus, I like that tap. Need to borrow that next week. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's power in his word. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Say, Lord, what you promised me and that I haven't seen you do. Give me the endurance to see it through. That's that's our big problem. We don't have the endurance to wait for him to do what he said he's going to do. God, give us endurance to wait until you do what you said you were going to do. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you for your word. There's power in it. There's power in it. And it is my prayer, oh God, that you open deaf ears, even at this moment. Ears that that have been receptive to every voice but yours. Glory to God. Open up their mouth even now. Excuse me. Open up their ears even now. In the name of Jesus. That when they hear from you, they will have no confusion that is you speaking to them. Do it, Lord. Place your hands on our ears, even now. Even now. Even now. Place your hands on our ears. And even as you lay your hands, Holy Spirit, on our ears, regulate our mind in the name of Jesus. Regulate our mind so that we are able to pray what is from you, what is of you, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's uncomfortable, even when we don't like it. Help us to process what your voice is from every other voice that we will hear in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Some of us, oh God, some of us need you to touch our hearts. 
Yeah, we've been putting on a good show. We've been putting on a good act. But we don't want to act anymore. We want to be. Hallelujah. 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 Heal my heart, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. For it is out of the heart that the issues of life heal my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, only you can do it. Dr. Phil can't do it. Oprah can't do it. Dr. Oz can't do it. Come on, somebody. Virginia Lottery can't do it. Pornography can't do it. Y'all won't say amen. The cigarette can't do it. The bottle can't do it. Only you can do this, God. Touch my heart in the mighty name of Jesus. I feel your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, do a new thing in us individually and collectively, oh God. Thank you for the newness that's coming forth, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I feel your Holy Ghost. Fall fresh in this room even now. Fall fresh in this room even now. Fall fresh in this room even now. You've been hovering over our heads, but we declare we're calling for you to fall on us even now. Fall on us right now in the name of Jesus. Fall on us right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uproot those dead trees in the name of Jesus. Uproot those dead trees in the name of Jesus. Uproot those dead trees in the name of Jesus. It's got leaves on it, but it ain't showing no fruit. Uproot those dead trees in the name of Jesus. So, God. Yes, oh, God. Yes, oh God, have your way in our lives. Have your way in our lives. We declare and decree right now. I'm going to say this, and I only want those who are, who, who are hearing me in the spirit to repeat it. This ain't for everybody. I don't want y'all in here lying. But if this is you, if this is you, if you are ready to make this step, simply lift up your voice and say, God, I give myself to you. That ain't for everybody. Don't y'all lie in here. That's only for a few of you. But some of you need to declare right now, God, I give myself to you. Watch this. Some of you need to declare, God, I give myself back to you. That ain't for everybody. I don't want y'all lying in here. Because some of you, God is trying to take you somewhere, but he can't take you there because you're still trying to do everything that you want to do and not what he wants you to do. But there are some sacrifices that he is calling on us to make. You have done the sacrifices that were easy, but there are some things that he's calling on you to do that are going to be difficult. There are some places he's calling you away from. There are some people he's calling you away from. And in your mind, you have said, this can't be him. But the reality of it is, sometimes God, come on, Abraham, will call you from your familiar place and send you somewhere that you don't know anything about because he's trying to make you a birthing agent. Y'all heard what I said, a birthing agent. He wants you to give birth to nations. He wants you to give birth to multitudes, and he's ready to do it, but you've got to be ready to let him have his way in your life. Somebody say, yes, Lord. I decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus that every stubborn soul in this room 
Father, you go and be a thorn in their side until they give you the yes that you need from them. I'm going to say this. I pray you don't get no sleep till you, till you tell them yes. Because there's a need for you in this world, and there's, and there's a call upon your life. And guess what? There's less time in front of you than what's behind you. You don't want to leave here with your work undone. You don't want to leave here not emptied out. You don't want to leave here and get over to glory and be asked, why didn't you complete your assignment? I pray sleepless nights upon you until you say yes. So if you like sleep, just say yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I feel your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you've said in this place. Thank you for your glory in this room. Thank you for reminding us that there's power in your word. Thank you for reminding us that your word is the, the, the only consistent thing that we truly have. We aren't even consistent with ourselves. But we've got your word, which stands consistent from eternity to eternity. Thank you for reminding us that not only is there power in your word, but you, you told your word was made flesh. Thank you, God. And came and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the son of man, full of grace and full of truth. So not thank you for your spoken word, not just thank you for your written word, but thank you for Jesus, which is the word made flesh. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you. For reminding us of how valuable we are to you, if to nobody else. We know how valuable we are to you. Because you sent your son to die for us. That's how valuable we are to you. That you woke us up this morning in spite of all the mistakes I made yesterday. That's how valuable I am to you. They talked about me, but you talked to me. That's how valuable I am to you. They turned away from me, but you turned your face towards me. That's how valuable I am to you. And so I say thank you for loving me so much in spite of me. You know everything about me, and yet you still love me. Thank you. To the unsaved, this is the reason I preach, so that people that don't know him can get to know him and make the best decision they could ever make, which is to give their life to Jesus. If that's you, will you just lift your hand if you're in the room? If it's you and you're watching online, say it's me. We want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The best decision you can make. Is to say, Lord, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. God, be my Father. Holy Spirit, dwell within me. It's the best decision you can make. And here's the disclaimer. It ain't always going to be perfect. But I'd rather fight my battles with God than without him. I'd rather go through the valley with God than without him. 
I'd rather be lonely with God than without him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you've already given your life, but life happened. You turned away. You strayed away. The path of righteousness is still right where it was when you got off of it. And the reality is, it's easy to come back. There was a story where the son said, when I came to myself, I knew I could go back to my father. In this moment, if you have come to yourself and you want to come back to the father, if you're in the room, lift your hands. If you're watching online, say, I want to come back. I want to come back. I want to come back. Thank you, God, for sending your son Jesus, for loving us, for keeping us. Continue to have your way with us, in us, and around us. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.